This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by all our backers on Patreon. If you want to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and donate to the show. A dollar a month gets you access to our Slack community where you can chat, trade, battle with other Pokemon trainers hanging out in our group. We have over, at this point, I think 180 members in our Slack community, so tons of conversations always happening. And if you donate even more than a dollar a month, for example, if you donate $4 a month, which is a dollar an episode, you get access to our gold channel where you hang out with the gold members of our Slack community. But if you don't want to donate, that's totally cool. It's super effective. We'll always be free. Uh, We just thank everyone for their patronage. And uh, most importantly, we thank all our listeners for just giving us a chance and actually listening to our podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 217th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, SBJ, and next to me is Will. Wait, I don't know which side I'm on. You are on my microphone side, I guess. That would be my left. That doesn't help. Left side. So do I look to the right? Am I I talking to you now? Yes, yes. You are looking to the right direction. Excellent direction uh okay I have, I have secrets um to reveal when we're allowed to talk about pokemon oh yes yeah when we're allowed to talk about pokemon uh logan was supposed to be with us tonight but he had some work stuff so no logan instead i didn't get to make a graphic for two people so i put farfetch in uh logan's place if you're watching this live i will say that we're recording this uh live on twitch on thursday night a little bit different though this is our third week uh, we've been doing the live podcast on Twitch. It's I don't know uh, if it's going to be a normal thing. Well, the only reason I say that is because uh, I want to make sure that first and foremost, the podcast, the audio version of the podcast sounds the best and is like the best way to listen to it because obviously we're the Pokemon podcast. Like that's what we do. But the video version, like doing it live is is great just because you guys get it early and you get a little more interaction. But I don't want to I don't want to push too far to uh, tune out any podcast listeners. So that kind of leads into my second point of uh, we won't be doing that much chat interaction. And the reason I say that is because I wouldn't if, if, if we had a full staff of like Logan, Travis, Will and myself on and we're talking and we're making points and other people are reading chat. They're either like not listening or they can't partake fully in the conversation we're having. And so the chat can just be distracting and that's not, it's, it's both good and bad. Like it's good because we could get quick answers. We could be like, I don't know what barrier does compared to light screen. And then chat could, could answer that of course, or chat could ask questions, but I wouldn't, I don't like, I have chat up right now so I can see you guys, but like if Will's talking and making a point, I don't want to be reading chat because then I'm not giving him my most atten- my utmost attention. Oh, you never listen to me, anyways. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> mm, it's very true. But yeah, well, yeah, you know the um, the video watchers get to see my sweet tats, and they get to see uh, <laughs> the third the week. Of, will never see my sweet tats. The third week of Glove Window. We're still on Glove Window. Yup. Good. Glove Window watch is still there. So yeah, yeah, we don't want to we don't want to take away from the podcast version. In the future, we might interact more with chat and do more things. But as of right now, we're just think of this as a a the normal episode of the podcast, except you can see us. And uh, again, we'll probably do more things in the future. But this is just to kind of kill two birds with one stone here. Uh, before we get into Pokemon stuff, because we're not allowed to talk about Pokemon for the first couple minutes. Uh, which is funny because I've gotten I've gotten comments that people like love that and then also people don't like it. But I mean, you can, you can skip forward if you don't like it. But I think I think it, it keeps keeps us on topic more once we dive into things. Will, you had Travis visiting you this week. Yes. Tuesday. They got to sit in front of the glove window. Yes. The Travis W was uh, performing his uh, Dungeons and Dragonites 
requirements um, from my home on Tuesday, right in front of Glove Window. <laughs> it was a featured character uh, as as this place becomes more like a dungeon every day. I have not seen natural sunlight in my home for about four weeks. Is there... Did you say why you have Glove Window? No, I've never explained the Glove Window. Does it really require an explanation? No, no. I, I feel like if you explained it, we wouldn't be... As excited to see, it would Glove certainly Window. remove the magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely magic behind you. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Travis can't be with us because he's still in DC. They, yeah, yeah, they're still in DC, and I don't know when Travis is going back to Michigan. But Travis is going back to Michigan tomorrow. Okay. But then he's going to a sweet music festival for the whole weekend. What music festival? They told me, and it has to do, it made me think of cows. Um, That's the Midwest for you. Yeah, it's in Ohio, and it, it's like metal, kind of metal type oh, thing. Because, okay. you know, he's into the metal music. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. All right, anything new with you before we move on? Uh, I am uh, applying for two jobs a day. <laughs> oh man, it's so hard, so hard pumping out those resumes. But my my requirement is I have to apply for two new jobs every day. So been working real hard on that. Something has to fix that glove window. And uh, and you know that that other podcast that I do that you don't do that Good. takes up a lot of my time. Uh, how actually. How is it now being on the the other end of like post production? Um, so when Travis was here, I was actually editing Drive Check while you guys were doing Dungeons and Dragonites. And what I've discovered is like if I'm really really tired, that's the best time for me to do editing because like I can be listening to the track and I like kind of fall asleep a little bit. And then if there's something wrong with the audio, that wakes me up. Like if there's a long pause, I wake up from being like having fallen asleep, and then uh, I know that I have to go and edit out that long pause. Or if there's a weird noise, that will wake me up too. So I like fell asleep like eight times while Travis was <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm sure that's not how you do it. No, uh, no, not at all. My and I my... wish I understood what the little like um. Because in, uh, you know, we both use Reaper, mm-hmm. Reaper, yeah, Reaper 64, FM. to do uh, the audio editing. And it has all those plugins for uh, whatever, manipulating the waveforms and everything. And I just, I wish I knew what they did. Because, you know, you put them in and you insert them and then they give you like a graph and it's real cool. And you, But boy, what that's trying to tell me, I have no idea. Not, so. not savvy enough to understand the... Uh... The Reaper. Well, how did you teach yourself the Reaper? Uh, Don't forget the Reaper, man. I I guess I just kept I kept using it. I don't know I don't know Reaper that well either. Like I know I like learn things every time I do it, but I have a I have a couple keyboard shortcuts I use, and then the grouping thing that I use, and then uh, I have two presets for the shows now that that well I should say shows because I do three shows now, and it takes a lot of my time. But which is so yeah, go ahead. Um, when you like say there's like this much of silence that you need to cut out, like just say that Travis is on an episode and he does that thing where he like does three seconds between every word. Um, yes, our listeners do you... don't know, but Travis <laughs> pauses a lot during uh, and during their their elaboration points. Yes, that is how. Travis figures out what they're trying to say. Anyways, um, do you select that area on both tracks and then use cut? Or how do you remove the silence? If it's more than like two or three seconds, I will usually I will usually cut, which is different than slicing. Yeah. Uh, and I think cut is command shift X. Yes. And I made a keyboard shortcut that it's just X. Oh. Because I don't know what X was. <laughs> and maybe X was an important tool, but I never used it. So I made a keyboard shortcut that cutting was X and then slicing with was 
S. So X, X and S are right above each other or right next to each other. So then I can quickly with two fingers just go between the two. So if it's like, if it's, if it's just like a quick pause or if it's an um, I'll usually cut because that's two slices. I'll cut, delete, I'll cut and then move. If it's just like a one second break, I'll just slice and, and push. The slice. Old... You wait, do you slice, slice, delete, input? How do you... If I'm if I'm removing something, it's always a cut. So if it's an um or or anything like that, it's always a cut. If it's just a blank silence, it, that's just a slice and then we're merged together. I'll have to practice my slicing because I think you can heal a slice, but you can't um, you can't heal a cut. Yeah, slice uh, it, slice will will kind of naturalize itself out. So it sounds a little, it flows a little bit better, but. But yeah, this is this is Reaper Tech Talk, Reaper, the Pokemon Podcast Crew. Yep, get, get your uh, for uh, nineteen dollars a month on Patreon. SBJ will spend thirty minutes with you and talk to you about podcasting techniques or podcasting tips uh, and all the technologies that you need to invest. <laughs> no, that, no, seriously, that's seriously a, a, a Patreon thing. If twenty dollars a month, I'll spend. Uh, 30 minutes with you and it just talk to you or if you want podcasting advice if you're starting your own show i'm more than willing to help that being said i run three podcasts i run dungeons and dragon nights which is wrapping up by the time you listen to this episode the final episode of dungeons and dragon nights will be on uh, may 24th if i'm not mistaken tuesday may 24th seven uh probably be about a two a little bit longer than a two-hour show Season wrap-up. It'll be very exciting. So if you're not caught up with Dungeons & Dragons, I would recommend doing that. We will be doing a season two, but not right away. I don't know when that's coming. I, I should know, but I don't. I, I have not thought that far ahead. Wait wait for the fall. Do, do like a summer break. Do reruns like we used to do in the 80s of the entire first season of Dungeons & Dragons, and then come back in the fall with your new season. It'll be yeah. sweet. I don't. I just don't want to lose the iTunes ranking because Dungeons and Dragon Knights does does so so well in the other game section of iTunes. The other podcast I want to talk about real quick before we move into Sun and Moon talk is that I run a board gaming podcast called the Tuesday Night Podcast, which is actually the two guys who uh, made a game called Two Rooms and a Boom. Their company is Tuesday Night Games, where the podcast name came from, uh, but. Uh, they're really great guys. They're launching a new Kickstarter for their new game, which is called World Championship Russian Roulette. And Will and I both played World Championship R- Russian Roulette. And the the that Kickstarter launches on Tuesday, May 24th. And they, they didn't ask me to do this, and I don't even think they listened to the show. But I am going to pimp their Kickstarter because World Championship Russian Roulette is a really awesome push-your-luck game. And it's going to be on Kickstarter. And those two guys are great guys. The Tuesday night games is kind of like their side gig. Like they both have uh, jobs and everything. Are you so, sure that Sean has a job? Uh, I think Sean's uh, like a fr- a fr- he, Sean is like a Micah. They're both like deep into freelancing, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> deep into that freelancing game, and so uh, that's one of the reasons why we've switched to this live podcast on Thursday nights because I've been so busy. Free, doing freelance work for them, I actually help them with their new website that most of my weekends have gone to that because I also have a full-time job. And so I will probably pimp that again, but yeah, World Championship Russian Roulette. It's like a push-your-luck board game. It's really easy. It's really cool. It's on Kickstarter coming soon. That being said, how long have we been talking? About 15 minutes. Perfect. Pokemon. Wait, I wanted to say something about World Championship Russian Roulette. Oh yeah, sure, go ahead. Like I don't, it's I don't like bluffing games. You know, I don't like bluffing games. But there's, it's like a mix of a bluffing game and there's some randomness to it. Obviously, it's the bullet in the chamber of the six chambers of the revolver. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes it enjoyable for me, even though it is a kind of a bluffing betting game. And I really, really liked it. And also, I won um when we played yeah. so i always like winning <laughs> nothing wrong nothing wrong with winning speaking of winning there was some tcg vc vgc and poking tournaments that happened 
I didn't watch any of them. I believe the European one happened, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, Germany's coming up this weekend. It was uh, UK and Ireland that were the past. Okay. okay. It was the UK and Ireland national championships. So, a bit of news here is at the 2016 Pokemon European National Championships, a shiny Machamp based on Mark McQuillan's shiny Machamp uh, will be uh, distributed to anyone in the Liverpool. Uh, anyone attending events in Liverpool, Castle, uh, As- Asuego, As- Asiago. How, where are you? What? A-S-S- How is it spelled? Bad word. A-S-S-A-G-O. I like how it's super Asigo. I like how it's super effective is me spelling things now. We have come from episode <laughs> one of me making up words and butchering words to now episode two hundred and something where I'm spelling out things. This is this is podcasting at its finest. Uh, so if you attend any of those three events between May fourteenth and June twelfth, you'll be able to receive the shiny Machamp. And Mark McQuillan was the 2015 video game senior division world champion. Machamp was one of the Pokemon he used. And I believe those those tournaments were streamed on Twitch and they will continue to mm-hmm. be streamed on Twitch if you if you care to watch. Yeah, they're gonna stream this weekend actually, I think, two different tournaments and they're gonna combine them. I know one of them is is the Germany uh like national champions or the European national championships, whatever it's gonna be called. Um, and the other, I, it completely slips my mind because why would I know anything about Pokemon if I was going to be here tonight? (laughs) But it's worth the watch. Some more video game national championships, uh, for Hong Kong and Taiwan. Those will be taking place, uh, in Taiwan on June 11th. And then in Hong Kong, it will be held in the I square. I don't know what the I square is, but it's lowercase I, all uppercase square. Capital S? No. Oh, it's a, it, all it's a square uppercase. that's owned by Apple. Uh, is it? Yeah. Like legit owned by Apple? No, yeah. it's not. There's Apple oh. does not own anything in China or they have the an other Apple China. They store in China and Hong Kong specifically. No. Well, you heard it Hong here Kong's first. Kind of like VTCs is based in the Apple store in Hong Kong. Uh, that takes place on June 9th, and uh, the reason I'm bringing that up, if you are in the Hong Kong or Taiwan area and you want to participate, June 11th, June 9th, also contestants and on-site players who own the Japanese version of Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire X or Y and or Y will be able to get a shiny Mewtwo distributed towards them, which is pretty cool. Shiny Mewtwo will be level 100. It was. It's owned by Nintendo HK Hong Kong. It knows Psy Strike, Psychic, Recover, Aura Sphere has the ability Unnerve, and it is holding a Mewtwo Knight Y. Hmm. So, um, if we have any listeners in Hong Kong, I want to know because I want the, to be their best friend. That would be I so cool. I think we have some listeners. If I remember looking at stats, I think there's a couple from Hong Kong. More in Japan than Hong More in Japan than China, though, definitely. Well, we always have Andrew in Japan. We always know about that. <laughs> he just he just like has eighteen iPods that he just downloads onto to give us a boost in the Japanese ratings. And I did remember they're going to be um, merging in some of the spring regionals because uh, a lot of the U.S. spring regionals have shifted from March to, or I mean, from April to May. So there is some spring regionals happening this weekend that they'll be streaming along with the Germany national championships. So it's a good weekend if you want to um, sit home and watch Pokemon battles. If you're anticipating Pokemon Sun and Moon, as we all are, and we're going to get to that, there's supposed to be new information coming to coming about Pokemon Sun and Moon. I on June second is what I heard. The yeah. Pokemon Company. I hit the wrong button. The Pokemon Company revealed on its official Twitter that the new, next batch of Pokemon Sun and Moon information will arrive on, re- arrive on June 2nd. Uh, the only information we've gotten up to this point was the stuff based on Korokora, which also came with the teaser trailer that we got. And then Korokora had, I think, its own trailer that was like slightly different 
Well, what so what it was was like in the Japanese commercial, which had the live action little boy, mm-hmm. there were snippets of Sun and Moon. So then what they did was they took the U.S. or the English trailer, whatever you want to call it, added one little bit in the front where the main character is like running out of a house and turning a corner. And then it put in the U.S., full U.S. trailer so that the basically the Japanese would have what we had previously had on the same day. Um, but they also goofed and, uh, there was a Pokemon that has not been announced that was in that little snippet. See, like, I don't like, I don't like think people they were going to notice. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like Pokemon purposely does things like that. Oh yes. Oh yes. Cause everybody was talking about it and they're like, it's a dog with a lay. And I'm like, where do you see a lay on that thing? It's like a fluffy tail. It, it did look like a dog. I don't know what kind of dog. But yeah, I don't I, I, I don't think that was I don't think that was a goof or anything. I think that was intentional to get, you know, people to watch that video and like boost social media and stuff like that. I think that was all intentional. And if you you might have missed Zygarde by now, you've probably missed Xerneas. Actually, I think I'm did I down? I can't remember if I downloaded Xerneas or not. I think I did. Xerneas is available. I got three of them. Yeah, is available between May 11th through May 17th. Today is May 19th, 18th. Yes, it is, sir. Today's the 19th. 19th. Starting tomorrow, is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Yes, you will be able to get a shiny Yvetel, the one that looks like bacon, from May 20th to May 28th via mystery gift. Also, Darkrai is still available at GameStop if they still have Mm -hmm. the. I I have a code right here. See, this is something that like is exclusive to people watching live. They can see me hold up a card. I know the audio listeners are very upset. I didn't scratch it off, by the way. Can't. I have yet to redeem it, but uh, get your dark cry, da da cry. Get your dark cry. Get your shiny bacon tomorrow, and everything will be good. It's not a shiny bacon. It's a beautiful, glorious bird of destruction. <laughs> You're yeah. you're just d- d- diminishing it, and it's going to oblivion wing you into oblivion, which is what oblivion wing does. Possibly, possibly. Uh, let's let's talk about the big the big sun and moon rumor that happened. Uh, that it's all going to be based on Mozart's The Magic Flute. Yes. Yeah. Ab- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you had heard that too, because I thought my source was a little dubious, but. <laughs> So, we have Rowlet, we have Litten, we have Poplio, Hope, Hopelio, Hopo the Poplio, Poplio, Poplio. I'm, 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 I'm holding out for like See, official verification those, on that. Each one of those is one of the child spirits that leads Tomino into Sarastro's lair, right? Obviously, sure, yeah, and. The Queen of the Night is the bat Pokemon, and Sarastro is the sun lion, right? That's what we're getting to, right? You lost me. Yep. Well, you have to you have to listen to the magic flute, and then you'll understand what the next game is going to be. <laughs> I think in it's it's written on like it's like Die Zauberflot or something. I can't speak German, but you, you lost me. Like. 65 seconds ago have, have you never listened to the magic flute no it is one of mozart's greatest operas it's all about the freemasons and pokemon perfect okay yes great i recommend everybody listen to it Let's, especially right. the queen of the night's aria it's beautiful <laughs> transition into rollet being flying grass grass flying grass flying and or is it flying grass i think it's grass flying Grass flying. Grass flying. Not that it, it doesn't even matter. Litten being fire. Hoplio being water. Pokemon fans have a, I mean, me being one of them, have a huge fascination in wanting to know what, what the starters' final evolutions are and what their types are. We've gotten how many Pokemon now? Three, three firefighting? Two firefighting? Infernape? Blaziken, um, Infernape, Blaziken, Embor. and Embor. Because Typhlosion was not, and 
Charizard. Yeah, obviously, Charizard is not. Typhlosion. We're missing one. Fennekin. Oh, Fennekin. He's psychic. Uh, what What does he get into? Fire, fire in psychic. The Delphox. The Delphox. Delphox. So if 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 you go to the Pokemon.jp, Pokemon.co.jp, I don't know how their websites work. You see Rowlet, Litten, Popplio. See all you see the Japanese page, you see the little pictures and everything. And if if you I, I like how this article says like using Google Chrome. First off, you can use any web browser. It doesn't matter. All you have to do this is so this, this no, is what we're no, getting. No, 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 no. Opera does not have a uh, reveal codes diagnostic mode. Sorry. Uh I'm pretty sure it does. I don't oh, think it's I as used opera in years. I don't yeah, I don't think it's as good. I think Safari has the best, but that's besides the point. Netscape Navigator. <laughs> yes. The old Netscape. Alright, so if you right click or whatever click and you do inspect on the the type. So for example, I'll use Litten. You right click on the fire type, which is a red square that has Japanese in it that says fire. We don't need to know the Japanese. We just know red equals fire, green equals grass. Colors. You right-click on it and inspect it. You can see where, where the image is hosted. All images are hosted somewhere. All images have a name. In this case, that name was Icon4. So if we, if we inspect, and you guys can do this right now, if, if you know how to use the inspector in a web browser. Like I said, you can use Safari. You can use Google Chrome. I'm sure Internet Explorer has some t- type of inspector. Go to the Japanese website, inspect the typing. So Rowlet, if you inspect the, the grass, it's icon one. You expect inspect the flying, it's icon two. Litten, icon four is fire. And then for Poplio, icon five is water. So right away you go, what happened to icon three? We're going one, two, Four, five. So if you go in your web browser and you just change that number to three, you get ground type. And if you change that icon to six, you get fighting type. And so now you have six types grass, flying, ground, fire, water, fighting in a particular order. Two are hidden, but are, are there. They're hosted somewhere. And if you type in icon 7, you don't get anything. You type on icon 0, you don't get anything. Uh, but we know now there are six types. And obviously speculation. But I think it's, it's safe to say that these six types are, are, are going to line up with the final evolutions of your starter Pokemon. I agree completely. There's, there's no, no debate left there. It, it's not an error. It's, it's kind of like... Um, just the convenience of, you know, doing web layout and you have thousands and thousands of assets. So you publish as much as possible up front, hide what you need to hide. And then it's much easier to just reveal a hidden asset than to republish an entire page. You know, think about like also like um, caching and probably the number of um, load balance delivery servers that they have to support just so that their site never goes down that you know publishing an entire new page with the ttls whatever that they have to manage on oh wow it's turned into tech talk again i'm just saying bring it back to tech talk <laughs> they probably since you actually are a web front end developer you might have a little better inside i mean i've done web management of like the the server back ends and you know from development through delivery and having satellite delivery servers for, for load balancing um, but just, you know, to simplify the design, you, you publish the assets and then to, you know, you can just reveal whatever assets rather than having to republish the entire mm-hmm. page. Yeah. Or, or some of the time you're told to do the said project and then last minute they go, oh, actually we're only doing the starters, like the other six Pokemon, like take those off the website. And so instead of taking them off the website, you just hide them because it's way more work to take them off and then to put them back on. It's way easier to hide them. So now to get to the specific types. So Rowlet starts grass flying. And Litten starts fire. Populo starts water. We all know this. 
But if you look at the icons, one and two are grass flying. Three is ground. Four is fire. Five is water. And six is fighting. What I think is weird is if the web developer did their job right, and if, if it was to make sense, why wouldn't fire be icon three and ground be icon mm. four? I, yeah. I think that's weird. Um, I am confident absolutely confident in saying that Poplio is definitely going to be water fighting. Yes. That five and six Agreed. line up perfectly at the end. The three and four, the, the switch of ground and fire throws me off a bit. And it either comes to two things. Either Litten is going to be fire ground, which would be cool, I think. And I didn't get a chance to look this up. I didn't, I didn't see if water fighting was like four times effective against fire ground and if flying grass was four times effective against water fighting and if ground fire was four times like if that if that pattern made sense and i'm not sure because i i forgot to look it up before the show i don't think so i'm pretty sure wow i'm gonna be so ashamed if i'm wrong and i say this but i'm pretty sure that ground is uh effective against fighting just because it makes it difficult to stand but maybe it's just regular effective. Uh, yeah. I have an internet. Will just went silent. Will put himself on mute so oh, okay. he can look up whether ground oh, is super effective. Could you vamp a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I don't want to make keyboard I'll vamp. sounds. I'll vamp. So uh, the, the, the other... So Litten could be fire ground as ground is icon three, fire is icon four. That lines up, except it's backwards. To me, it's backwards. Uh, or Rowlet will lose one of its typings, obviously probably flying, because you can't, I, I can't imagine you would lose the grass typing. That makes zero sense. So Rowlet loses the flying and becomes grass ground. And that is also a possibility, if that's the case. Which makes sense with that. That makes sense with the icon numbers of one, two, three, and why fire starts at four and not three. If Rowlet is ground, then we know for sure that Litten will be fire only. I mean, yeah. all this really does is is I actually I believe that these six types are are the final types, but all this does is verify that you know there's not going to be a dark, there's not going to be a psychic, there's no steel, there's no ice. Like all those other types have been eliminated at this point. And this Sarsin um, fighting is not weak to ground. It's just regular effective. Okay. So no triangle there. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was going to be some sort of triangle, but you know, worth a... Was, is Greninja water dark, or is it just water? Is Greninja... No, wait. Well, yes, Greninja's water dark, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Because that was so, a triangle. That was psychic if, fighting dark. Yes, and if they had wanted to make it a triangle this way, they would have done flying, fighting, rock, because uh, fighting is strong against rock, rock is strong against flying, flying is strong against fighting. Yeah, so take, take, take that for what it's worth. I mean, it, 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 I think it's easy to say that Papaleo will be water fighting. We haven't seen a water fighting. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I think the only other water fighting is Holly Wrath. I don't think anything. Uh, that is incorrect. Um, Keldeo. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Keldeo doesn't count though. Uh, yes, he does. Keldeo it is does. mythical. I feel like mythical Pokemon and legendaries. They're in their own. They're in their own world. They do. Um, they do their own thing. They got their own jam. What was like? I can't. Ugh. I was gonna say something. It's completely slipped my mind. You just knocked it out there with your Keldeo hate. Yeah, because they're, they're in their own zone. They're in the ozone. <laughs> you got nothing? Nothing. I All just right. I completely lost it. <laughs> the other... I thought I had one more bit of news. Oh, yeah. So there was... Last bit of news. It's not that exciting. Don't get your hopes up here. Amazon published some stuff about Pokemon Sun and Moon because obviously you can pre-order those games on Amazon. The The bullet points, the selling points for... Sun and Moon stated that uh, there will be multiple islands in the game. And for some reason, that took off on Twitter. Spoiler. 
Hawaii has multiple islands. Can you name them? Um, no, I I don't think I can name one island in Hawaii. Is the yes, big one can. called Hawaii? Yes. All right. The big island, its official name is Hawaii. Uh, there's Lanai, Molokai, Oahu. Oh, wow. Take many, me back to elementary school. How many are there? How many islands are there? Kauai. Um, so those are the main ones. There's also little ones like Niihau and uh, just a lot of uh, little tinier ones. But the main, you know, it's Hawaii, Lanai, Molokai, Oahu, and Kauai. Um, I think are the main ones that people would be concerned with. So you're going to have at least five. Five big ones. And you said there are little ones? There, well, there, there's a lot of smaller because it's like the Hawaiian island chain. Because, right, the way that Hawaii is, why, why Hawaii exists is because, like, where the big island is, right? I, of course, I'm doing this for our viewers. Um, where the big island is now, it's an active volcano, right? So that volcano is actually, it's just been one volcano, but like as plate tectonics shift, the, it like stops making this island volcano and it's like shifts and it makes, starts making this one. So the older ones get smaller and smaller as they erode from the ocean over time. And that's why the big island's really, really big. And then all the other ones who would have dormant volcanoes on them are smaller and smaller and it's kind of like like the hole is over this active volcano part and then as it shifts over time it's not on the active part so then it's just an island um and yeah so there's like this string of islands that are form the hawaiian island chain there's your um geology lesson for the day how you you lived in hawaii for how long this is why I am so pumped for Sun and Moon, dude. Yes, I, I know. In I know. For five years. Five years. What, 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 yes, what was went, the what was the age range? From when I was five years old to when I was ten years old. Okay. So I basically went to elementary school in Hawaii. Did did? Well, I almost lost the question. Do you did I worship the volcano goddess Pele? Yes, of course I did. How many of the islands did you go to? Ah, that's a funny story. Um, only one. I only was ever on Oahu, never visited any of the. When I went back in 1998, I took a flight over to the Big Island so that I could hike in Volcanoes National Park. But when I was a little kid, I was only ever on Oahu. So you weren't on Hawaii, Hawaii. I was not on the Big Island. No, not well, not as well, a kid. How big but, is um, Oahu? To Oahu is like medium sized, but that's where Honolulu and Waikiki is. So that's where the the state government is on Oahu. Honolulu is the biggest city in Hawaii. The Big Island does not have the biggest city because it has an active volcano that's tearing stuff up all the time. So it's kind of hard to build a big city on that. Wait, an, an active volcano? Yes. Like Kilauea still active? Is, Kilauea is spewing lava as we speak. <laughs> yes, uh, it is still an active volcano. They haven't... What if it goes it, off? Like, what if... <laughs> Yeah. They literally, like, within the past 10 years, people have lost their houses to Kilauea. It, it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely don't live there. Well, I mean, you could say the same for Seattle, right? There, what, is there an active... Have you ever heard of a place called Mount St. Helens? Oh, wow. No, no, I, I have heard of Mount... First of all, I've heard of Mount... I thought that volcano was no longer active, though. Yeah, so did everybody in 1980 when it went off and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> Can't yes, you like just drop like some ice cubes in a volcano, like chill it out? That is not how volcanoes work. Like, did you throw know some that like, like that Doctor Mentos? Why some has about some Doctor Pepper, some cool refreshing yeah, Doctor Pepper. Twenty three flavors of refreshment will chill that volcano out. This that is not episode. how volcanoes work. <laughs> what, do you, what are you? Is that Dr. Pepper you're drinking? Yeah, yeah. that's like a Batman one. Um, Batman versus Superman. Uh, no, but this is how bad volcanoes are. That some people have proposed as a solution to the world's uh, garbage crisis, wherein there is garbage, you know, that is just not like plastic garbage that is not uh, decaying rapidly enough into the the component parts, whatever that they're saying Styrofoam. to dump. Well, 
styrofoam is a form of uh, plastic thing. What do you, what is it called? Petroleum products. Anyways, they want to take those and like dump them into a volcano because the magma and the heat is so hot that it's just going to naturally break that stuff down in a non-polluting way because it, you know, well, I mean, volcanoes pollute naturally on their own. They're spewing all kinds of gases left and right. You better believe um, it. But they're, they're highly destructive. Um, and it's kind of like nature's uh, reformatory for materials. So active, active volcano in Hawaii. I like how this came from like Pokemon, like tech talk to Pokemon talk to now like geology. Okay, let me let me give you one more bit of knowledge, a little bit of science I'll drop on you. Oh, I have um, I have questions galore here. <laughs> well, let me just say, so you know Greg, who's your uh game master for Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. And it's his birthday today, so we should say happy birthday happy to birthday, Greg. Greg. No, I don't know if he's with us. Um He he hasn't died. <laughs> well, I mean he, tonight, tonight, in this in this gathering of Pokemon fans. So he recently went to Hawaii for his honeymoon, like a month, two months ago. Mm-hmm. And when he went, I uh, I told him, oh, you have to hike the Halema'oma Trail, which goes across the caldera of, like, not the current active Kilauea, but the older active Kilauea, um, which is amazing because it's like... There you basically, are, wait, like, wait, 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 there are dose Kilaueas? No, remember the the hole keeps shifting oh, over. Oh, okay, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. so. This is like the most recent non-active part of it. Um, but the way the way Halemauma works is, um, you go down like like literally like you're walking into a volcano, and then you walk across what used to be the part that was blowing up and everything. But it's like walking on the moon. Like there's no plants there, and it's like just the most amazing thing. Anyways, when he was there, he couldn't do it. Because it started like throwing up lava again, what? so it, it was too dangerous. It's like, well, that was, that, that, that kind of answered my question. I was going to ask, like, so the current active volcano, which where where is is where what island is that near? The big island? No, it is the big island is active. Okay, Hawaii. Yes, big 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 the big H. So if I go to the big H, can I request like to walk near active volcano? Or is that okay, like so off limits? No volcano <laughs> walking for you. No, the way it works is, um, and I mean, you put this in your brain. Uh, there used to be a road that went along the coast that has now has lava that over it. So what you can do is you can take that road as far as is left. And get out of your car, and then you can see it's it's actually off safe in the distance. You don't want to walk up to active lava. That's just bad news. But you can actually see the lava flowing like out of the side of the whatever edge of the volcano and into the ocean. And then you see this like big plume of steam coming up from the ocean where the lava is falling into the ocean and turning into rock because the ocean is it's like um uh Kyogre is Throwing that cold water and groudons, like I got the lavas, and then it's like steam. I mean, isn't heat ran the the Pokemon of volcanoes? I mean, yeah, he lives <laughs> in the volcano, but like uh, groudon is like the the magma coming up, like that that formation of the land. I feel, but yes. Yes, if you go to the Big Island, if you go to Volcanoes National Park, you can drive up, get out of your car, and literally see lava. You go, like, it's really nice to go at dusk, because then you can see, like, the glow of the lava. And, but, you know, it's still a dangerous place. (laughs) But, dude, I am, like, all on your, throughout this whole sun and moon launch, I am your source for Hawaii facts and history, because, like, while you were learning, like, the history of Wisconsin in elementary school, not that MPS helped you out that way. No, no, it um, did not. But, like, literally, like, in my elementary school, I was learning all about Hawaii history. And, you know, it's all about, like, the um, Kamehameha and, like, how he brought the islands together and all of the other, like, 
but like when you guys learn fairy tales, I learned Hawaiian stories and cultural stories about like all their different <laughs> stuff. So when I see like Pokemon that are going to be about that stuff, I'm just going to let, let everybody know. Cool. Well, that's 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 good to know. That's exciting. The good old Hawaii. Bet, okay, so here here's something I can put. I will put money on that there will be a Nene Pokemon, and I don't mean I, Nene like the dance. Nene, what what is a Nene? Uh, a Nene is um, there was a flock of Canadian, or they're actually called Canada geese. There's a flock of Canada geese that they say got blown off course in their migration. And they ended up in the Hawaiian Islands, so they are descendants of Canada geese, but they're geese that live in Hawaii, so they've adapted over time and evolved. Um, so they're just a special geese that only exists in Hawaii, and they're revered by the Hawaiian people. <laughs> they're known as the Nene. So there will be a Nene Pokemon. I guarantee it. I, I, I like this conversation. What, what, are there woodpeckers in, in Hawaii? There may be. Because uh, remember that woodpecker-ish Pokemon they showed? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't recall one. But <laughs> I mean, there's lots of flowers, dude. Lots of flowers. Mm. Are there any other animal-specific Hawaii Pokemon? Mm, but so I'm putting you other, on the spot. The other thing that I would think of is uh, the mongoose. Um, mongoose are very, uh, very much identified with Hawaii there. Um, so there used to be a, uh, oh, what is the story? I want to say it was snakes. Not, no, it was not snakes. I'll have to look it up for another time, but there was some kind of vermin that was a problem in Hawaii or was considered to be a problem in Hawaii. So they brought, uh, mongoose, which are kind of like ferrets to Hawaii, um, to root them out. Uh, but what they found out was like one of them was nocturnal and the other was diurnal. So they never actually interacted and it didn't solve the vermin problem. But then, you know, the Hawaiian islands got overrun with mongoose, mongoose. I think it's just mongooses, which are kind of like lanoons. So we're going to see a lot of repeat Pokemon. <laughs> well, there's a uh, Zangoose, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a Pokemon. And Saviper. I think that's a cool combo. I like uh, I like complimentary Pokemon. Speaking yeah, I think when I was like a little kid, there was a TV character called Willy Willy Mongoose that um, was very popular in the 70s. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Speaking of Pokemon, There's a transition here somewhere. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our Pokemon of the week. Uh, this week's Pokemon of the week is Glam Glam Meow. Glam Meow. Uh, uh, well, my cat doesn't go meow. My cat goes mew. So I just say glam mew. The 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 reason the main reason we're we're doing this Pokemon is mostly because of Litten really stealing the the cat popularity. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess Esper did that too at one point. Let me read well, with you. Well, I mean Esper. And Meowstic are pretty great. Glammeow tends to be spiteful and fickle, having a tendency to hook its claws onto, into the nose of its trainer if it's not fed. When it's happy, it demonstrates movement with its tail like a dancing ribbon. As it has a domesticated quality, it tends to appear in urban areas. So for your Pokemon Go people, if you live in a big city, Possible glam meow coming, but uh, what uh, I think Will has moveset. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, here, let's grab one. I mean, because it's not a final evolution; it's it's the pre-evolution of Perugly. So, what are you gonna do with that? Um, I mean, well, it learns it learns some fairy type moves. What what uh, what ooh. are your thoughts on Perugly? Uh, I think it's ugly. Uh, I mean, I that Perugly is definitely not my my type of cat. I've expressed that before. <laughs> my type of cat. <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean, just like not my jam. So, who used Peruglies as their David? Uh, main... 
David. Uh, <laughs> no, I was. I meant like Team Galactic or love something like that. Did Team Galactic use Progly? That sounds like a Pokemon they would use. Mm-hmm. I can't remember because it was like a while ago. I think the weird. So the weird thing about Glammeow. I keep wanting to say Meowstic. Uh, so f- fun fact about Glammeow: uh, it's twenty five percent male, seventy five percent female. I think Correct. the. I think Glammeow suffers from illustrations just like Poplio does. I don't think it, like, I I think, like, when you see shots of Glammeow in the anime, or just, like, anime stills, it looks like like a cute cat. But, like, if you look at the standard default Bulbapedia picture, you're just like, that cat is stuck up. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you scroll down on the Bulbapedia page and you look at the one of Glamio in the anime, it looks like like a cute cat. And I think like people a lot of times people will look at the like the final evolution and it kind of it kind of like taints what's below it. I feel like remember how much Chespin was loved and then people saw chestnut and all of a sudden people like jumped chestnut ship they were like i'm out no even though i think chestnut's cool that's why i love cyndaquil and i don't really care that much for typhlosion not that i i don't hate typhlosion but it's also why i have a level 100 chestnut <laughs> um so i mean i can't say much about what you're gonna do with your glammeow um except you know brush it and enjoy it in uh, pokemon showcases or anything like that um the one thing i would say is let it let it uh go up to um level 50 before you allow it to evolve into perugly because it learns uh play rough at level 50 and play rough has one of the best animations of any move and it's sweet sound and play rough Play rough. It's a fairy type move, but it's like you like you like jump on to the other guy, and then it just goes makes this like um, bongo sound, like <laughs> and you see like smoke and things flying. It's like such a great animation. My uh, Mega Mawile has that because it's a stab move, and um, it's just I love using that in competitive play just to hear the little bongos. And then see we the, need to we need to get that animation. We need to get that sound on the show, the bongos. And it's not it's not even a bongo sound. I'm like, if uh, I, Nick I like, Burgess was here, he'd like totally correct me because it's like kind of like a clicky. No, item. like I I know I, I I've I've heard it. I like it. I can't like remember it exactly, but it's like it's like, it's like the tip of my tongue of like how it goes, like a coconut. That's what it is, like a coconut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like shaking, like almost not like a maraca, but like. Mm-mm. More like more thumpy, a, a deeper, a deeper yeah, yeah. clunk right. than a maraca would give you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, there's zero, like, there's no trivia about Glammeow. <laughs> uh, it, uh, the only thing is, Glammeow is based on a domestic cat, like the it's most cat. <laughs> generic. Like, give me what type of cat. Like, I know Perugly is based on a certain type of cat. I just don't know what that type is, and I could click over yeah, there. Yeah, there's but... no such thing as cat breeds. Stop deluding yourself. Cats are not dogs. Oh, let me tell you about breeds. Uh, glam meow. Glam meow is a combination of glamour and or glam glamorous and meow. And uh, if you get a shiny one, so glam meow is more of a, I would say a bluish gray. Yes. Uh, if you get a shiny one, you're going to get, like, a pinkish purple out of that, which is not the ugly green. Yes, it is saved from that. It actually, the color looks kind of like a Lipard or a um, uh, Purloin. Yeah. I would say Glammeow Glam is cuter than Purloin. Well, just because it's thinner. Dude, don't weight shame people. No, I would say it's more of like it's it's like snout, whatever the like the snout is better than purloin, the nosy part. Yeah, mm, debatable, and I think you lost that debate. All right, all right. Lipard and purloin never really like. I wanted to like them as cats, but they're definitely no espermiastic. Whatever. That's take true. your anthropomorphized cats. That's true. Well, oh my god. <laughs> Perline is such a better Pokemon. Wow. Mm, I don't think so. I, re- I, I remember X and Y specifically because I caught a Perline right away and I like went through it and I just, I just wasn't feeling it. Well, you're also, the cat isn't expert, it, isn't right? it dark only? Dark. 
Yes. Is it normal dark? Mon mono dark type. Yes. All right. Checking. Uh, just checking. All right. Well, let's let's wrap things up here. Oh, real quick, we were gonna do we were gonna do uh, uh, item of the week, but we're running out of time here. I will say that there are new items in in the uh, the store. New items and new reviews. Yes, new items and new. We were gonna we were gonna uh, we were gonna do re we were gonna refry or. Refry what? our beans. We're gonna refry our beans. This is what this is why we we don't do these live because I I just mess up everything. There are new items in the Pokemon Center store. There is like a new hoodie. There's a bunch of new Pikachu stuff. There's the, all the 20th anniversary stuff. We were gonna do an item of the week. Running out of time, so we'll save that for next week. We also have a bunch of emails that we were going to. Do but since I, I only like to do emails when there's three of us, there's only two of us, so we'll save the emails. If you want to send in an email, you can do so at Pokemon. Uh, sorry, SBJ at PKMNcast.com or go to PokemonPodcast.com and hit the contact button. The other house cleaning stuff I have is if you are looking for assets for Dungeons and Dragonites, those are now available on PokemonPodcast.com under the exclusive uh, dropdown. So if you're looking for the character sheet for Farfetch, or you are um, looking for the, the the class trainer that Greg wrote up and how that works, that's all there. The other thing I forgot to bring up in news I want to mention real quick is that if you are going to Gen Con, which Will and I are. Absolutely. Uh, if you're going to Gen Con, if you look at the Gen Con map, there is a huge space in the vendor hall that says Pokemon on it. It looks like... So Pokemon has, has been at Gen Con for the past two years. Uh, last year was like the first year they kind of stepped it up where they had, um, they had their, their play TCG on the computers and they had somebody there teaching people the card game and stuff. And I think they had video game like tournaments throughout the weekend yeah they they had a little mini video game competition so if you, if you look at the vendor hall which is like you know maybe 30 40 percent of the reason people go to gen con because the vendor hall is just massive and it's a good way to like find out about new games buy games and stuff the like the pokemon booth at gen con is probably like top 10 biggest booths in the vendor hall it is huge and if you click the link because every Every uh, like vendor area has uh, you have to link a website to it. You click the link, mm -hmm. it takes you to PokemonCenter.com, and so I'm assuming the booth in the vendor hall is a bunch of PokemonCenter.com merchandise. That's what I'm assuming. I would agree with you, and because the it's the vendor hall and it's a place for selling things. Yes, and if you've ever been to any kind of convention, there are people selling like bootleg Pokemon plushes and imported plushes, and Pokemon plushes do very well at conventions. <laughs> they do. Uh, As do um, Funko Pops and... Pop figures. I hate those things. I just don't... Hmm. If you missed the earlier part of the podcast, it, or, or the live stream, it will be in podcast form on iTunes. Uh, otherwise, you know, we'll be, we'll be back with we're still doing weekly podcasts what's gonna happen is this is gonna be published on sunday night uh as do normal podcasts and then hopefully we can get back to a well technically it's been a regular schedule we've just been recording them early so uh we'll have travis back next week i hope i believe they will be back in michigan by then but otherwise you can follow will at washing the sink you can follow me at dragging a lake you can follow the podcast at pokemon podcast this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Purloins. I thought you were, were going to say Volcano, but there there we go. Wow. Now that's later. That's later. Once we get Solgaleo or whatever, then I'll be going Volcano on.
What's up, nerds? This is J-Lo. I'm Sarah. This is Amy, and we have a fantastic new podcast for you. Well, it's our podcast, and it's called The The Arcadia Arcadia National Podcast. Podcast. Every week we do a show from the basement of our arcade bar. We talk about games, beer, and all our nerdy hobbies. You can find the Arcadia Arcadia National Podcast Podcast with iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or your favorite podcast apps. So grab a drink and join us on the Arcadia Arcadia National National Podcast. Podcast.